Hola. Welcome to You and Some, You Lose Some, the show where Connor remembered to plug in the mic correctly. And all right, let's do this. All right, cheers. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the first episode in what, two and a half fish? Something like that. Weeks. Listen, listen. We know that we're not great. We know that we're not perfect. But we're about as close as you can get. This Despite is... having just an awful posting schedule. This is why our Instagram says posted semi-religiously on Sundays. Because I knew that at one point we're just going to forget. And it wouldn't be every Sunday. So the fans, you guys knew. You all knew. You had warning. That's all. I love you guys, though. Please keep listening to us, even though we're so bad at posting. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Welcome to you. Win some, you lose some. My name is Connor. And my name is Bartholomew. Well, Bartholomew. Um, God, it's been so long. I feel like I'm out of practice. <laughs> my name is actually not Bartholomew. I'm, I am Zach still. Do not worry. We'd not, <gasps> I'd not get replaced. Plot twist. I know. Although if I did have a personality disorder, I would name him Bartholomew. Speaking of Bartholomew, that's my English teacher's first name. Actually, I lied. His name is not Bartholomew. It is just Bart. His name is Bart Brian Potter, in case you all are wondering. He's a great man. He still tweets me to this day to Mr. check on me. Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. So we got him loving So that brings up a good point. Uh... <laughs> Did you ever call teachers by their first names? Uh, normally, no. There were a few that we did. So, I went to a very small school, as most of you know, went to Potlatch, which is my graduating class had about 30 people, 15 boys, 15 girls, nice even split. Of those 30, I would say roughly two-thirds were somehow related to me. But uh, in our, it was a very small school, so we were all pretty close to the teachers. And we usually, it was like Mr. and Mrs. for the most part, you know. But we called Potter Potter. We called Mr. Nitsy Nitsy sometimes. But the one teacher we called by her first name was Jamie. She was our computer lab teacher. She was the one who watches what online classes. And Jamie is probably one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. So Jamie and Paula, for listening to this, I love you. Hope you're doing good. Shout out to uh, Jamie, the potlatch computer teacher. Yes, what? Jamie is a jack of all trades. She was kind of the person who could like help you with her Spanish test while you were taking like IDLA classes, but also would like help you with your photography class, but also could help you with like AP government. She could be able to help you because she had access to Potlatch's single computer. Exactly. Town. There was a <laughs> the computer lab was just one computer that she sat We all behind. took turns using, yeah. Um mm-hmm. it was the uh, it was the original Mac. The first one ever built resides <laughs> 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 in Potlatch, Idaho. And it's still used to this day. Look at that. Reason to visit. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, welcome back to You Win Some You Lose Some. The podcast found nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while Connor talks, I'm going to go ahead and turn our fan off. Yeah. So not just a, in the background. Yeah, I was sitting there. At first, I thought it was the computer because it's kind of like, yeah, there's the whoosh, 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 whoosh. Oh, God, that's not the right sound that should be making. Our fan is terrifying. It collects so much dust, even though we clean it so regularly. No, once a week, we hit that thing with a Swiffer, 
And then by the end of the week, it is black. There's like it's a white fan for reference. You guys can't see it, obviously, because this is a podcast, not a video. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's terrifyingly dirty all the time. I I don't know how. Like we wipe it down. We'll hit it with like Clorox wipes and like really. I have just, an actual like, duster that I go clean it off, and yeah. then there's just like enough dirt and dust to. I'm trying to. I want to say make a cat, but that's what you do with like excessive animal hair. But that's just dirt and dust. We can make a. We can make like enough bunnies to raise a farm, like dust bunnies. That's the best reference I had. To raise a farm. Yeah. All I can think of is just like an army of bunnies to destroy a farm, <laughs> raise it to the ground. <laughs> oh my gosh! As you can tell, Connor and I are not fully functioning. We're here. We're. Uh, Zach. Connor. Tell us. Tell us why. Uh, why we're not uh, functioning this this week? I can tell you why I am personally not functioning these past few weeks. Oh yeah, I. We're gonna skip ahead to the win real fast because this is this is a bit of a win. I was recently promoted. Woo! I am one of Boise's newest ass men, which if you don't know, is short for assistant manager, as far as you know. Zach, the ass man. That is my official title. Um, it will be my resume. And yeah, so I. I am recently promoted. I have moved from my recent Broadway stand to the newer, smaller, one-sided Franklin Orchard location. So if you're in Boise, come see me literally all the time because I am there 24-7. Usually, uh, my average work week consists of about 30 hours. Some, you know, spread across seven days. In the past past week once I got promoted and started doing ass man things uh, that bumped up quickly and last week I think I clocked I want to say just above 40 but just shy of 45 hours which like isn't bad for like a normal person but I work 30 hours a week every week it's it's a big jump if you're used to working 30 hours a week yeah yeah and so uh, part of Connor and I being off of a uh, posting schedule is the fact that I come home, I do homework, I pass out, and then times I am awake, Connor is passed out because he also works. Yeah, I go to bed at like 8.30. I want to go to bed earlier to try and get my eight hours of sleep, but part of the issue is in order to do that, the sun is still shining. So, listeners, here's what I need you to do. I need you to go into our Twitter and tweet at Connor to just buy some damn curtains. No, I refuse to invest more money in my living situation to improve my quality of life. My curtains I bought, I want to say like three years ago when I was living in River Edge Apartments. I put them up in my room. I uh, used, what are those little sticky things on the walls called? Command strips. Command strips to hang them up. And when you put the blinds down and the, or the blinds down and my like, What's the word I'm thinking of? There's the twisty things that all windows have. This the shades? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The white slats. The know, blinds. The, the blinds. And then, okay, it's the blinds and then my curtains. It's like nighttime in my room whenever I want it to be nighttime. Which means I can go to bed at like 3 in the afternoon if I wanted to. So, Connor, just buy some curtains. 
No, I, I refuse to put more money into uh, a higher quality of life. Fair, I support um, this. I bought my rice cooker. Have you mentioned that yet? And I've peaked. Oh, dude, I I find it very hard to believe that we've gone a podcast without me talking about my rice cooker. I don't know. If no, it was had last it. E- last episode because Ryan talked about how much he uh, hates the fact that I have a good thing. Ah, yes, because God forbid that. You or I'd be happy in his presence. Can I just just take a moment? Uh, last episode was one of our longest episodes ever recorded. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. It was like 53 some odd minutes. Ah, interesting. And, uh, yeah, I think the... No, never mind. The Forbidden episode was an hour. Well, but, that... Uh, a lot of that doesn't count. <laughs> one, of, one of our longest episodes, and I just forgot to plug in the mic. So, uh... Yeah. You know what they say, though? It is what it is. It is what it is. But uh, let's backtrack a little bit. We've already gone over some wins. Let's talk about the state of the pod. The state of the pod is good. We are good. We are international celebrities. Mm-hmm. We have fans across at least four countries. Yeah, no new no new information from this week, from the last week. I'm sure if we posted more regularly on our podcast and our Instagram and our, and our Twitter... And actually, like, put work into this. We could be famous by now. I forgot to name one of the episodes. It's just episode... Episode 12 didn't get a number. It got a name, it just didn't get a number. Yeah, just episode. Episode. I also have to say that the Forbidden episode has one of the highest amount of listens. It, I think it is the most listened to. Second and most, I'm, I think the first episode. Not by no, much, though. actually, look at that. North Dakota, please listen, also had a good amount of listens. Nope. First episode. The thing with uh, first episodes and listeners, though, is uh, that's what everyone listens to to like figure out the podcast. And they give us a chance. Yeah, you listen to the first episode. Get but I also want to say about. that we've had eighty-seven listens on our first episode, and fifty on our second most, or like fifty-seven. So we really only lost like thirty listeners. <clears throat> which, honestly, that's fair. I expected more than that, honestly. Well, here's the deal, Zach. I don't do this for listeners. I record a podcast because... For the blue check mark. Because I want to. It's for me. This is my thing. As a 20-something white male is our duty. Statistically obligated to record a podcast or get into IPAs, and I have done both. We're currently drinking Coors Light as we record this. Yeah. Which, I don't know if that counts as an IPA, Connor. Oh, God, not at all. Um, but hey... It was free. I'd like to take a moment to shout out friends of the pod. Uh, Sean Pat. and Pat. Yeah, Sean Pat and Pat. Sean. However you want to. Yeah, whatever you want to name Sean, those two. Patty Mountain. Guys. What's Sean's nickname? I don't remember what Sean's nickname was oh, in well. Fiji. Um, yeah, they drove up from it Salt Lake City to visit. and Patty Light and Sean Melt, I'm pretty sure, because together they were Patty Melt. That sounds right in my head. I think so. Anyway. They uh, brought beer and then went to go back to uh, Salt Lake City and... The land of no beer. Yes, the land of illegal beers. The land of 4.2% beers. Something like that. Hey, Coors Light might actually make that. Um, oh, they all make that, and they only sell it in the state of Utah, because you can't have more than, I think, 4% beer in Utah. Something dumb. Anyway, uh... They left a, a case of they beer left us at our house. A, so. Roughly three cores light, and we've enjoyed two of them. 
beer left at my house becomes my beer. That's the rule. I, I think that's just a fair rule. Unless, like, you message me just like, oh, shoot, dude, I left my, like, beer at your house. Can I, like, come pick it up? Usually, even then, it's iffy. <laughs> no, guy. If it's, it's my beer. If it's good beer, then no. If it's... Well, I mean, even if it's pretty bad beer, I'll probably still drink it. <laughs> it's free beer. There's no such thing as a bad free beer. That's unless, not true. Unless, my friends, you are drinking Rolling Rock out of a can, good which save. is basically just piss water. But out of the bottle. Game changer. It's slightly better piss water. Game changer. Don't listen to Zach. He has no taste. <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm trying to think. We've probably had a pretty eventful past two weeks, I would like to say. Not At least I have. <laughs> Uh, I got promoted. Yeah. I moved stands. Mm-hmm. I had to say some tearful goodbyes to customers of mine. I had a girl who I like don't really ever talk to, but she comes to Dutch pretty often. And she was like, "You're leaving?" And I was like, "Yeah." So she was like, "I'll have to come see. You. I'm gonna miss you so much." And I was like, "We've had like four conversations in the past year that I've worked here." Because Dutch is a cult. It is. Like it's a great cult. And you, like, you do get some, like, quality relationships out of it. But this girl's just a customer who, like, I see every day and have, like, been like, hey, how are you doing? Like, I'm getting the same thing today. And she was always like, yeah. Like, you know, how are you? And I'd be like, good. But she was, like, genuinely upset that I was leaving. And I was like, I didn't think that we were this, this close to warrant these kind of emotions. There are some customers that I, there's a regular who I've served for over two, almost two years at Dutch. She followed me from Chinden to Broadway. Who, uh, shall rename, or remain unnamed. Of but course. a good customer of mine. Um, she got real teary on me. And I was like, that kind of makes sense, because I've been serving you for almost two years now, you know. She probably will come see me at Franco, too. But, I was like, see, that warrants a response. Like, a two-year relationship, tear-worthy. But a four-conversation over a year... Like you didn't was the emotion needed? That's just weird to me. I was like, I felt weird saying goodbye because I was like, this wasn't a goodbye I expected to have to say. <laughs> just who are you? That was one of those ones I was just gonna disappear, and then one day they'd be like, what happened to that kid? And they'd be like, oh, he moved. But it would, it wouldn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. She was like, genuinely, she's like, I never go to Franco, like I never had a reason to, but now I do, and I was like. Oh, do you really? You like, <laughs> do you really have a reason? Wow, I. It's like the, uh, it's like the person in high school, that name you don't remember, but like remembered that you went to high school with them, and like they're like, oh dude, what's up? And you just like, hey, pal, guy, what's up, buddy, friend, you know? And see, I don't have that issue because once again, my high school had six people. My entire school K through twelve had like two fifty, maybe three fifty. Oh, sorry, there's, I'm trying to be relatable to the audience. There's kids who are graduating four years later that I can that I still know. <laughs> but no, I had that time. issue in college though. They'll be like someone will, like I'll meet someone like freshman year, and they'll be like, "Hey, how are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm good, buddy. How how are you doing?" Because I remember their name, I remember their face. I just know that they know me somehow. So if you ever hear me call you bud or buddy or pal or some variation of that, just know that I probably don't remember your name and I'm sorry. See, that's the secret. 
is I have just come to start calling everybody dude. It's like, what's up, dude? What's oh, up? hey, dude. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Long no, see, time I did that too, and, but uh, like... Now they don't know. Ah. Because it's so ingrained. Ah. I see you. I'll see Ryan. I'll see that person in high school whose name I don't remember. What's up, dude? Long time no see. That kid that you took one class with like two years ago that you see. He was like in your group project and you like vaguely remember working with them one time. Yeah. But apparently they remember you a lot more than you remember them. Yep. Yep. Oh God, the worst. There is this one girl I know and she also works at Dutch. And she started, she was on my orientation group when I was a freshman. Before I was a freshman, I guess, technically. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if you've seen me recently compared to like freshman year, Zach. They're two very different people. More like, beard. More beard, less hair. You know, just, I feel like I look very different than I did when I was a freshman. If you compare the two pictures, you know. The stress of college has aged us yeah. for 30 years. Exactly. 30 years in the past three sounds about right at minimum. But one day I went to the session she goes, Zach, is that you? And I was like, hey, how are you? And she's like, oh my gosh, like, how have you been? I haven't seen you in so long. And I'm like, I'm good. Like, how are you? And I leave, not knowing who this is. And at the time, my friend was an assistant manager at that stand. And I texted her and I was like, hey, who is working at your stand right now? And she like named all the names. And I was like, none of those sound familiar. So then I had to like go through like Instagram and like search these people, and then I was like, "Oh, this girl I met four years ago in my orientation group, and I don't remember her at all, but she remembered me." And I was like, I was pretty impressed, honestly. I don't like that. No, it terrified me a little bit, but like, good for her. One of my uh, one of my biggest weaknesses, I feel like, is names, like in general, and nothing is more horrifying of a like. I consider myself kind of a, kind of an out outgoing guy, charismatic I, you know, I'll, person. I'll, I'll happy go lucky. I'll put myself. You know, I'm not really too like freaked out by social situations, but one that always gets me is when I have no idea who you are and you come up to me and be like, Connor, what's up? How you know, it's been a while? And then I'm just like, and I'm running every like. Well, here's the thing: is that usually, like, I'll see a face and I'll be like, oh, okay, you look like vaguely familiar and i can probably like given enough time kind of like piece my way into how i somehow know you you know mm-hmm. but not always and those off chance where i cannot put a face at all those are the scary ones i once had a man approach me in rosars in moscow idaho as i was picking up a birthday card for my mom and he was like zach how are you and i was like Doing good. How are you doing? You know? What's up, dude? <laughs> he was like, How's Debbie doing? Like, how's your mom and dad? And I'm like, They're also good. And he goes on and like asked me some like pretty personal questions that like a casual acquaintance wouldn't think to ask, you know? Mm-hmm. And to this day, that was four years ago almost. I have no idea who it was. Not even like a, a slight clue. That horrifies me. I described him to my parents. They were like, yeah, we don't know either. But he knows all of our family. And that will haunt me till the day I die. Or until I forget about it. Whichever comes first, right? It's it's, it's a toss-up. 
Anyway, Zach, Connor, you've given us a win. I have. Congratulations on your promotion. Thank you. We're proud of you. Appreciate it. We being me. I would like to hope that our listeners are semi-proud of me, too. I know my mom is. She listens to this. Oh, yeah, okay. Thanks, Mom. Connor? Yeah? I've given a win. The sad look in your eyes tells me that you haven't thought of a win yet. I have one. Then let's... But the pain in my eyes never... Never goes, <laughs> never goes away. <laughs> the light's faded. Um, so, I... You. Have been what's known as an essential employee. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. I think I know what where that this means. is going. That means that I worked during a pandemic. Not just a yeah. pandemic, a once in a millennium. Yeah. Pandemic. Century? What are they? 100 years? It's 100 years. Uh, century? Once a century, yeah. Yeah, whatever. But anyway, long story short, this is not a common thing that we've we've lived through. Yeah, and I and I was an employee that actively worked, and not just any employee, one in the public safety. Ah, uh, yes, because nothing is safer than telling people they can't park somewhere. Yes, <laughs> but hey, it's in the Department of Public Safety. We'll take and it. And looking through um, Idaho's legislations and records. Uh, that means I qualified to get a COVID vaccine shot. And I did get one. I've got my first round of the Moderna vaccine. Uh, How'd you feel? Uh, first day, great. Second day, I literally couldn't lift up my arm. It was just like the worst. It was like you did an arm workout for six hours and then it was just like so so sore and I just had a nasty headache and it was like I had to call into work <laughs> um, it was it was uh, I don't want to say it was terrible because it really wasn't it was just compared to the, COVID oh yeah it could no, be a lot worse a lot way better than COVID because yeah my arm was kind of sore it didn't want to lift up and I had a headache but I drank a bunch of water um, I had a cup of coffee Ate some food, took some ibuprofen. You're the headache good to go away. the next day. Yeah, the arm. The next day, it, I it it would still not necessarily feel normal. Like it still felt uncomfortable, but I had full range of motion. I was able to go to work, no headache. Um, but yeah, I am now uh, one step partially vaccinated. Yeah, and uh, the second round of vaccines uh, I'm scheduled for on my birthday. Ooh, happy birthday to you. You get to maybe see your friends one day. <laughs> yeah, no, my, my birthday gift to myself is being able to have a summer. Fair enough. I also got my vaccination a few weeks ago. I don't have mentioned this yet. I think so. I think on a pod it was one of your wins. Yeah. It was a win and a loss because a loss. I, I won because I got the vaccine and then I was just dead for a day. I had like 102 fever, all that fun stuff. But I get my second vaccine Wednesday, so two days from now, as of this recording. Ooh boy! And I, uh, part of the perks of being an assistant manager is that I I write the schedules for myself and everybody else. So you don't need to ask for time off. Oh, I still do. Cause I like you know I work Thursday. I my weekend is Thursday Friday every week. Mm-hmm. So if my time off varies from Thursday Friday, you know it's a little it's a little, it's a little hectic. 
But what I realize is is that I can kind of just like schedule around events for myself, which is nice, you know? And so instead of getting the shot before work, I, I was able to, uh, to work a morning shift on Wednesday so that when I get off of work, I can just hop straight into vaccine mode, go get my vaccine, and then have Thursday off to hopefully not have to recover, but potentially recover. There you go. Perks of schedule writing. Yeah. The cons are that I have roughly 30 employees with all varying degrees of availability, and no one really wants to work nights or Sundays. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was fortunate enough when I was in a position where I wrote schedules um, that I only had a couple, I only had a handful of people. Which is nice. Makes it a little bit easier. It does. All right, Connor, well, we've heard your win. Mm-hmm. You were able to get shot. Yeah. Which is everyone's dream. It's true. It should be if it's not. It, it, should, be on the, it should be on your bucket list. And by bucket list, I mean, like, soon. Yeah. Um, those things. Get vaccinated. What's, uh, isn't it everyone should be available to get a vaccine by May 1st? I, I'm not sure if that's the exact. I've heard that mid-April is the goal. I thought May 1st was the national everybody. Is that but, it? Uh, Idaho. April 5th, 16 and older kids, you know, people 16 and older, regardless of like health conditions. Also speaking of vaccines and the COVID vaccine, remember how everyone was scared that like if you get it while you're pregnant, your, your baby will die and you'll die and everything else. No, I never heard this. Oh, there's a whole rumor that like if you get, if you get the shot while you are pregnant, the baby dies, you become infertile, all these things, which has now been proven to be not true. And they even discovered that. A lady who got the shot while she was pregnant gave birth to a child with the antibodies for COVID. Oh, so a two for one. Exactly. It's like a buy one, get one free. There you go. Nice. So if you are pregnant and considering it, just know that you could be giving your baby antibodies, Make which it. may sound terrifying, but it's actually a good thing. Nice. Yes. So we got over your win. Yeah. Have you gone over your loss yet? No. Well, Connor. Yeah. What was your loss? Oh, jeez. Um, mm-hmm. the biggest loss mm-hmm. for the con dog. I think right, <laughs> that is your biggest loss is referring yourself as the con dog. <laughs> and I think that as of this posting, there will be no more podcasts because I don't think I can be co-host with somebody <laughs> who refers to himself not only in the third person. But as the con dog. There's nothing wrong with that. Somewhere, someplace, an angel just lost its wings. (laughs) 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 When it rains tonight, I hope you know that is angels crying over you, referring to yourself as the con dog. God himself had slammed the gates of heaven shut and was like, nope, I'm done. No more ever. (laughs) <laughs> it's sticking it's the name of the title of this podcast <laughs> so I will be starting my own podcast <laughs> it will be called we, it will just be called we hate con dogs <laughs> um, speaking of con dogs though and corn dogs yeah I watched this video the other day oh no and you know exactly what I'm talking about it's a tiktok 
and it is sung by the one and only John Green or Hank Green, one of the Green brothers. Because one of them writes sad books for teenagers, and one of them does science, and the other one also does science sometimes. But it's talking about what are those? They're the the plants that look like corn dogs, and they grow in fields next to water. Oh, the uh, cattails. Cattails. Just a water reeds. Yes, and he sings an entire song about how these cattails are not edible, but they ought to be. Because they look like corn dogs, and me want bite. <laughs> Instead of the outro, I'm literally just gonna like pirate the the sound bite to that, and just, that's just gonna Don't be the outro. Don't you think music. we ought to be? Uh, if you haven't heard the song yet, go on TikTok and search the corn dog song. I don't know if that's or just there. wait to the end of this episode the of this and episode. listen to it. It's a it's a lyrical masterpiece. Uh, the video that corresponds with it. There's many now. But, uh, Should I try some editing magic to where we take a break right now, I play the song, and then we start this back up? We can sure try. So uh, we're going to pause it now, and if you don't hear from us in a little bit, just assume that we died. Enjoy some music. These are cattails. They're just fairly common water reeds, and they're not edible. But don't you think they ought to be? They've got stalks and these groupings of highly compressed seedlings that expand rapidly on impact so they're not that good for eating but even so me want bite me want plant corn dog delight me want deep fried me think water twinkie nice now wasn't that magical i sure hope so yeah, let's see uh, how, it's uh, a, how good my editing skills it's will a make 50, that turn It's a 50-50 chance that you either heard the corndog cattail song, or you didn't. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. Cattails. Should be edible. Should be. Look at them. They, they are nature's corndog. They are nature's corndog. And in the words of Mr. Hank slash John Green. I think it's John Green. I think it's John Green. The one yeah. about it. Me want bite. Uh... For those that don't know, yeah, what you should do, you've enjoyed the music, you've heard us talk about it, you should look up a video of someone taking a bite into a, a cattail, because they literally explode in your mouth. Um, they are... Nice. They, nice. It, it uh... Damn it. Uh, it's like the seeds, like the second you touch it, they just like floof up and like grow like eight times in size. And so, like... If you rip them in half, it's just one of those. Yeah, like, it they just keeps going. Explode on impact for the most part. Like yeah. it's, they are hey, exploding corn dog, and uh, which can be a term to describe most high school boys as well. Uh, that's a horn dog. <laughs> ah, sorry, <laughs> my C's and H's get confused. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway, my loss is not being able to eat a corn dog that. Nature made. I want nature's corn dog. Um, no, I. It happened today, actually. I my barber. Back in Coeur d'Alene, it's a beautiful man. His name is Matt. Uh, he recently moved to Kansas. And so I have not had, a good haircut since he left back in January. And now, I needed a haircut. 
because it was getting to the point to where like my hair gel like couldn't hold the style and so i just went to uh you know a kind of a franchisee place and they gave me a haircut and it's exactly what you'd expect from a... Anyway, long story short, I'm going to be very well acquainted with wearing hats. I like it, though. Well, it's because I've been wearing the hat and tried to, like, mess things up. It, it doesn't... It, it looks like a kid's haircut, you know? It's kind of looks like shave the sides, cut the sh- top short, and I got, like, really bad calyx everywhere. So, like, I can't do the fun things I normally do with my hair because of it. So I'm going to be wearing hats. And that... That is honestly a big loss, because I'm not a big hat guy. My hair gets, like, super greasy, like, super easy. And hats, just 20 minutes of me wearing a hat, and I have to take a shower. Because I get that sheen. Fair enough. Absolutely disgusting. So. Well. That is a sad tale. But, positive note, my, my work, you know, since I work at beer now. You do work uh, at beer, yes. I work at beer. They uh, gave me some, they gave me a hat that has one of our beer companies that we distribute on it, so I can still be, quote, in uniform while wearing a hat. So that's pretty exciting stuff. That was kind of cool. That is nice. Yeah. It's not a bad looking hat. It's one of those, like, trucker snapback hats that only looks good if you wear it backwards. Ah, yes. Which, I'm not a big backwards hat guy, but, you know, I'm trying, been wearing it around, I'm trying to branching out, I like it. Trying to make it work. I'd say it's a good look. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. I like it. Like the little floof that gives out. Yeah, the short little, like, little, little tuff of hair that I have yeah. poking out of this. Yeah. No, it's, uh... Yeah, no, Connor's definitely looked a lot worse, so... Uh, 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 <laughs> this is why I don't branch out. <laughs> anyway, Zach, I think it's time that you give me a loss. A loss. I mean, besides me feeling bad for making you for making that joke just now. Connor always looks great. Connor's Thanks, a man. very attractive man. Mm-hmm. Any women out here listening to this, you'd be lucky to have a man like Connor. Yeah, so 80% of women that listen to this podcast. Just know that if you're not his mom, my mom, Kerr's mom, or Lady Dose in any way, Connor's a great, a great, a great kid to... Howdy. Yeah. (laughs) What's up? Uh, My loss. Let's see. I think one of my my biggest losses, as much as I have enjoyed it, is, is transferring stance. Um... I do love my new stand. It is one-sided. It's it's very fancy. It's very high-tech. And I do love all my new coworkers and my, my new customers. But I do miss my old customers and my old, my old coworkers, you know? We had bonds. We had inside jokes. We had, we had friendships that were developed. I just haven't developed most of those friendships yet. It all come. I know that. But, like, it's just... It's a little, it's a little bittersweet to be leaving all my, all my friends. Being the cult that it is, I'm sure that they will partake of the lamb's blood, uh, rituals from the uh, espresso it's actually, machine. It's actually, tiger's blood. Tiger, tiger's <laughs> blood from the espresso machine, uh, extracted out in your like cloaks and robes, and after the uh, ritual sacrifice of the newest hire, I'm sure the bonds will be complete, <laughs> and you will become one with the hive mind. <laughs> Listen, we don't sacrifice anymore. <laughs> it's not new hires. <laughs> no one actually ever retires from Dutch. They just get sacrificed into the collective soul of the company. <laughs> the hive mind. The greater good. <laughs> Dutch is a great company. Let me... Let me... I love my job. 
it is a great company to work for. There is not a gun to my head right now. I can promise you that. The greater good. <laughs> so don't let Connor trick you into thinking this is a terrible place. But uh, long story short, yeah, it's just kind of sad to be to be leaving, leaving the friends, leaving the customers. It's understandable. Yeah. But besides that, it's been a, it's been an interesting two weeks, to say the least. You know. And in another two weeks, when we eventually, when we do post another podcast, it might even be more interesting. Side note, this is a very important thing so. while we're on topic of two weeks from now, because in roughly two to three weeks, it will be April 20th, which for most of the world is known as... The day after my birthday? Yes, sure. The Marijuana Day, we'll call this, right? It's a very it's common... Hitler's birthday? Common holiday. Listen, let me finish my story. The birthday of my friend Maddie? Yes, all of the above. <laughs> But the president of Dutch Bros, Travis Borsma, has decided to make April 20th National Cold Brew Day. Which to me is just absolutely hilarious. Okay. Because of like all the days to pick. He was like, you know what we're going to pick to do Cold Brew Day? 420. 420. Jesus. And my first thought was, you got to make us the uppers and downers. <laughs> What tell tell me about National um, National Cold Brew Day? I have no idea yet. All I know is that I got a text today from our like regional manager, being like, "Hey, just so you guys know, April twentieth, National Cold Brew Day. Uh, we're doing something for it. We don't know what yet, but uh, National Cold Brew Day. Make sure to mark your calendars four twenty, National Cold Brew Day. That is the only reason your calendar should be marked. Mm-hmm. That and Hitler's birthday. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Maddie. Not your birthday. <laughs> Wait, is, is this Maddie Light? No. Oh. Dang. Just kidding. Yeah. Different anyway. Maddies. There's a lot of Maddies in our lives. There, there's a stupid amount of Maddies. Yes. But we do have one favorite. Mostly because... You know who you are. She's a fan of the show. Anyway. Well. You know what they we say. We covered some losses. Yeah. We, we covered can... some wins. And you know what they, you know what they say. I do know what they say, Zach. Do you know what they say? I do know what they say. <gasps> it I... is what it is. <laughs> no, no, the other one. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yo win some. Yo lose some. Thanks for listening. Jerking each other up like a couple of. Some you lose, some you